the Six Strings Podcast with your host, Sean Six. Sean Six from Six Strings, and I'm here with who? Hey, I'm Bert from The Used. I'm Jeff from The Used. And we are The Used. We're the OGs, too. The only OGs. Yep. Looking way back, did you ever think you were going to be doing this at this point in your life? You mean after after years of doing it or just in general? Just in general. Did you ever have any idea thinking that looking forward in your younger self saying middle-aged guy doing music for a career? I'm lucky. My, my story is a little bit sounds more like fiction. I was one of those really obnoxious center of attention kids growing up. And I, from the time I was seven, I was telling everybody that I'm going to be singing for, you know, maybe it was a bit more pop based when I was You just said you were going to be in a band. I was going to be singing on stage and dancing and making people smile. And that's what I was going to do for sure in my life. And I never really changed my mind about it. So I kind of changed the the expectations of success a little bit. And what I, (laughs) what what was the realization about the realism starts to waver a little bit as you get into it, right? And, and, and just what I wanted it to be like, you know, when I, when I was a teenager, none of my favorite bands had those kind of massive you know, stadium crowds. I was really more into nuanced art than music I was into when I was eight. You? I guess I never really thought about the idea of being 40. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, when you're 16 like, in the 80s, everybody's saying. like, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like, be like if you lived that 16, long. 16, you're thinking about, hell yeah, like I'm going to be in a rock band. I'm going to be a rock band. I want to play music and it's going to be awesome, you know, and then it happens and then you're 40 and it's still the same, and I still feel like I'm 16. I'm still 16. I do all the same stuff I'd be doing if I was 16. Maybe, nope, (laughs) same stuff. Did you ever have like a a parental figure that said, this is not a good career choice? All of them, I think, including (laughs) teacher, anybody that you talk to about that, especially coming from what we did, Utah, there wasn't, there was no bands that really made it out of Utah. Actually, at that time, there was no bands, so it was a joke almost. It definitely wasn't a, a serious, conversation to have with anyone. I'm a parent thinking about having a child of mine say, this is what I want to do. I work in the industry. This is how I make my living. Even I would say, don't do it. Because most parents would. Because you don't want your kids to suffer or be without anything. I get it. It's it's positive thought, you know. I think as humans, kind of dovetailing with Jeff's idea of like, as as we grow older, we never really grow out of the the children we were. We We will always feel like children probably till our last time. You get up on stage and you become that 16-year-old kid again. Right, exactly. And I think, true to that point, we also have this kind of really cool and really strange, quote-unquote, job, which has never really felt like work other than, like, waiting to... Other than waiting to get off a plane or onto a plane or... Waiting everywhere. It's hurry up and wait. The wait. The wait is really the job. We've kept the the gratefulness. We've kind of tried to, to maintain... The, the a level of confidence that's not like this is exactly what we deserve to be doing right because we've seen so many bands come and go that we deserve it as long as we're giving 110 percent if you put the effort into it then it's going to happen it's important to remember what art is and not everyone is an artist and not everyone was born with the ability to 
create something that can communicate on a more ethereal level than just an Instagram post? Good question, then. To have a skill, to have a talent, uh, to be a great guitar player, be able to write music or something. If you believe in a higher power, a creator, all that stuff, God, whatever whatever you're you following, somebody somewhere gave you a skill, but they usually take something else away. What is your negative? I can't really follow directions well, and I can't really do anything on time, and I cannot... I'm not a very hands-on... Like, I couldn't build uh, Chester drawers. <laughs> That's why you have crude, actually. I can write a poem, but manual labor for me is... <laughs> <laughs> the band's a good idea, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You? I think sometimes I follow rules a little too much. You know what I mean? Um, maybe... You're a little more type A? Maybe from being a kid... Um, I'd go to like a party in Utah and it would get raided by the cops. I'd always get in trouble. Every time I did anything growing up, there'd always be a cop there. You know what I mean? Like always trouble always followed me. Okay. You know what I mean? I wasn't like a bad kid. I was a good kid. You know what I mean? I didn't, you know, do crazy but there was right. always something there to get me in bad enough trouble to be like, really? Like, you know, um, so since then, there, I think there's something in my brain that's been like, no, you got to do it this way, you know, and I battle that all the time, like rules that I make up for myself even that I have to battle to break is that kind of makes sense but not really is he the control freak in the band I'm not a control freak at all no. that's what's crazy about no, it I don't... he has a he it's more about justice I feel like okay. I got a justice problem a little he bit. Has okay. a, he has a serious serious concentrated issue with authority <laughs> I, for real though I get I'll get mad like super mad at like security for like but not a respectful type of authority yeah. like he just security gave us anybody, a hassle just coming back here that's what I'm saying I snuck off. right by them didn't even see <laughs> they almost wouldn't vapor. let us back because we didn't have our passes yet yeah same the reason why I asked that is you know I went to school for art I thought I was going to be a metal sculptor uh, I thought I was going to be an art teacher in college I learned very early on that there's certain things that I'm not good at there's certain shortcomings that I have or what I call malfunctions. When you talk to people that are creative, to be able to have that skill, to be able to do something that no one else can do or very few people can do, there's certain parts of your life where you're just a show. Right. And the rest of it. And it's always kind of interesting to ask band members that because in your position, you don't necessarily think about it that way. You don't think about what you can't do. You think about what you can do. I think so in a way, but I, there's definitely a focus more on, I mean, I'm a, I'm a father now for the last almost six years so self-awareness is a big part of being a dad and I think that I definitely am more aware that I'm less good at certain things like the being uh I guess what what the old school idea of being a man where okay. you handle all the right, hard right. labor exactly. you fix the thing when it's broken the washing machine's broken washing you can fix it the machine's broke I yeah. get the tool belt I know I broke out. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever did laundry once I, I could saw have that. Maybe I was there for that. oh yeah I did uh, one did load it. of laundry that's amazing what's funny is I think I'm the opposite I look at what I can't do versus okay. what I can do and I pay attention to the can'ts usually you want to fill the in the blank somewhere. No. If you think there's a negative in your life, you want to make that as much of a positive as the rest of it. No, more so maybe not in an insecure sense, okay. but more so that I focus on the parts that I'm not doing correctly in the sense that maybe I'm trying to get better at it or I'm not paying attention to what I can do because I know I can do it. It's back there. You know what I mean? Maybe I want to get better. Let's say we'll pull bass. I want to get better at bass. So I focus on getting right. better at bass, but I'm not focusing at the level I'm at. I'm focusing at what I'm not at. You know what I mean? Like, And yeah. has that changed as you guys have gotten older? Because there's a certain level of maturity that comes. I mean, if you're in a band for a long period of time, you start to do things and think things differently because of just a Right. You know, well, I think that you can maintain being in a band is really exciting, exciting enough to 
maybe fake it for eight years. But once you hit 10, <laughs> you, you can't fake it anymore. And we've seen even even situations from this. I, I usually make the joke that people, you know, they'll they'll do a video and end up on Warp Tour when it still existed. Uh, and they thought that their life was set. Yep. And then they realized the reality of it <laughs> is not at yeah. all. You live in a little bubble when you go on tour and you most bands when they first start touring they tour non-stop and right. they stay on the road and it's hard to see outside of the the tour Fox, the yeah thing, the, the, the big metal thing that you the bubble go down the highway yeah, that yeah, is yeah, tour yeah. and how it's really kind of reaching the fans or if you have any fans or what what's actually happening from so the when that realization happens when you start to understand about this is not easy, this is more of a job than you thought it was going to be, how does that change the art? How does that change the music? Well, we've kind of pushed ourselves, and maybe we we are a little bit of a... We, ha we had different upbringings coming from right. such a religious place. A, a very restrictive area. Very, very religiously cons constrained, con confined. Every word that's binding. Repressive. Yeah, very. And that kind of repression creates out outcry and have people lash out in every single way they can. I mean, e anyways, so our maybe we're a bit um, bit sadomasochistic in our approach <laughs> towards what's good for you the like band. You like the torture of doing it. It's like what what do we need to do to keep this band in our hearts legitimate? And, and closer to art than a brand. And what do you think that is? Really exploring the, the creative side. Uh, our last record, we wanted to make a record that was like what we thought rock records were recorded like, which meant all on tape, playing the parts and putting the parts down and not fixing all the parts afterwards. Not having someone, you know, YouTube it to the guy or the, exactly. the Skype, whatever. And even, that. And even being in the room with each other for that amount of time. There's a different dynamic when you actually record with everybody in the same room yeah, and having their feet off oh, of yeah. each other. Play yeah. the song ten times in a row before we even push record. Right. Yeah. And like learning your part before I actually record your part. Right, exactly. The kind of... And when you're taking when you're taking messages in art seriously, and you're spending that much time as a group, it really you can kind of you can kind of get really get lost in it and get wrapped up in and that just reiterates and confirms the fact that we we are artists. We're doing this because we love to create, and that that what that whatever that feeds in us, whether it's selfish or whether it it, it is having an impact because. Of, are you comfortable with the fact of thinking about your band's image to people? And I say image with a certain heaviness to it. Is that what you want people to think about your band and about you as artists, that you're more artsy-fartsy than aggressive? Not necessarily the emphasis being on the art, but the emphasis being on the what is special about music in my mind. The emphasis is on the feeling. Totally. And not so much how anything relates outside of that feeling. I get the same feeling as the kid who literally has zero friends and zero followers on his okay. Instagram. And we share we share that music and that connects us in a really special way. It's daunting when you think about as an artist getting up on stage and or whatever avenue that you're going to share with the public to put something out there because that's kind of like as a parent, my kids are a little older, you're sending them out into the world. Right. And you're hoping for the best. We've talked about that with records. That's yeah. how records are. It's kind of like having a child and letting that child grow and it changes and evolves with everybody else's input. Sort it's of super later scary on. letting it go, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool though. In a way, it's kind of it's exciting. In, in a way, it's kind of freeing as well because once it's out of your hands and you're done 
manipulating it and trying to see yourself in it and maybe fix parts of you with what you've created, then it's out of your hands and it's, it now belongs to them. It no longer belongs to you. Everybody's art at that point. So it's kind of like the pressure's off. Perfect, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks man. man.